This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selkie, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. I am your host, Dr. Amber Selking, and we are in season two of the podcast entitled Mindset Monday. So a mindset is a patterned way of thinking about anything, right, that drives how we intersect, respond to that situation. And so each Monday, we are helping you understand how does a champion think about and go about responding to different scenarios. So all of our previous episodes are posted on our website, which can be found at www.selkingperformance.com. And I really challenge you to go check those out. We looked at things like the start of a new season, uh, silencing the critics, the first quarter, right? First quarter of business or first quarter of a game. And and also on there is season one of the podcast, which was entitled Building Your Mental Performance Foundation. And so in season one, we really took um, a foundational mental performance training program that I've developed and looked at it uh, through the lens of one, how does your brain work? What are some tools and strategies that you can use to build the right ways of thinking? And then we also interviewed former and current professional athletes on their experience and understanding and application of each one of those eight building blocks that we went through. So again, season one really helped us get some foundations of how to think right and how to use our minds right and our brains right. And then season two, we're looking at championship mindsets on fill in the blank, right? So whatever that topic might be. And today in episode seven, we're going to look at the championship mindset on recovery. So from the locker room to the boardroom at the Selking Performance Group, we really help athletes and business professionals understand how can we leverage the power of mindset and leadership to drive performance excellence on a consistent basis. So currently I serve as the mental performance coach for Notre Dame football and head coach Brian Kelly. And I'm also teaching as an adjunct professor in men Mendoza College of Business at the University of Notre Dame in strategic HR management. So again, really current, uh, in, currently ingrained in this world of locker room to boardroom, looking at these two elements of mindset and leadership and performance excellence. So, you know, again, these topics like recovery, which is what we're going to talk about today, Champions have a different way of thinking about recovery, of of when they're in recovery states, how they're engaging in that behavior versus normal, quote unquote, people, right? And so if we look at a, at a bell curve, which again is you've got low on one side, it's basically an inverted U curve, right? But but average or normal is right in the middle, right? And so like we always say, normal is merely average. And by definitions, champions aren't average. They're not normal. They're on the higher end of that spectrum. And so they think differently about situations that we all encounter on a daily basis. And so again, our heart and our intent with this podcast is to help our listeners develop and build championship mindsets or championship ways of thinking about daily situations that we go through and encounter in life. 
life. So as we start into today, we are going to look at four mindset markers of a championship mindset on recovery. And so a marker is something that serves as an indicator of what might come, right? Of, of what we might be looking at. And so if, if we see in someone's thought process, these four markers, we're going to be able to say, hey, that's a championship mindset on recovery, right? And then at the end, we will give you that championship mindset training to help you build this mindset about what the importance of recovery. So when we think about recovery in general, we're talking about uh, recovery from a physical standpoint, from a mental standpoint, from an emotional standpoint, from a relational standpoint, all of these elements that help us rejuvenate and get back to uh, full strength, if you will. And if not full strength, at least strength enough to go, right? right? And deliver. Because the other, the first thing that champions know, this is even one of the mindset markers, but the first thing that champions know is, listen, it's not always how you feel, right? You might not be at a hundred percent, but if you've got 80%, I got to be able to get all 80% out. And so that's, that's sort of first and foremost, the difference between how normal people think and look at just their current state of being and how champions think of, Hey, whatever I got, I'm getting out in this moment where, where delivery matters. Because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, it is about performance. It's about winning. It's about about delivering your absolute best on a consistent basis, regardless of how you feel or what's going on around you. With that being said, we also have to understand that in order to deliver our best on a more consistent basis, recovery is a critical, critical component to us being able to do that. And so the first mindset marker of a champion's mind on recovery is that, hey, this is part of performance excellence. I think a lot of people think that, oh, uh, performance excellence is the actual doing part and recovery is sort of like this necessary evil. Uh, You know, sleep, uh, hydration, nutrition, you know, all of those elements are things that I have to do sometimes, but are more of a pain in the neck versus part of the actual performance process. And so I want you to start shifting your mindset on what recovery actually means. It's not an addendum to your performance. It's a part of your performance. And when we start to shift that mindset, right, or our thought process, our patterned way of thinking about recovery, now all of a sudden we can engage in recovery with intentionality. And that's actually the second mindset marker. So intentionality is the second mindset marker that champions have on their recovery. So again, they don't just go through the motions of sleeping, of eating, of hydrating, um, of breathing, of stretching, right? They intentionally engage in each one of those elements, are fully present in each one of those elements. And as they're going through, again, breathing, stretching, sleeping, hydrating, eating, spending time with important people in your life, right? They're saying to themselves, hey, I'm recovering right now. This is part of me getting refueled and refilled up to come back and deliver my best at the next moment of execution, right? And so as you go about these these parts of your life, I want you to think, you know, I'm not wasting time. I used to think, so I was, my mom was super high energy, super high powered. She does not relax very well, right? Um, And so I sort of grew up with this sort of, okay, relaxing is a bad thing. Relaxing is a bad thing. If I have a down moment, that's a bad thing. I should be more productive. I should be doing something. And it wasn't until I got to probably 
my master's program, I had an awesome conversation with one of my professors and advisors, Dr. Artur Pokswardowski, an incredible leader in the sports psychology field. And <clears throat> excuse me, he said, you know, Amber, what do you do to relax? And I looked at him and I was like, relax. I was like, Artur, I, I don't relax. And he's like, well, how do you recover? And I said, Oh, well, when I recover, I mean, I'm, I'm doing that intentionally. He goes, so you don't ever just go on a walk to go on a walk. And I was like, um, no, no, I don't. Uh, if I go on a walk, it's, it's intentionally, it's intentionally saying to myself, Hey, I know that I need to be in nature right now because I know that's a part of my refueling process. And so I leave my phone at home and I go on a walk and I make sure that I'm looking at the clouds. I'm looking at the trees. I'm breathing. I'm soaking it in. I'm allowing my spirit to get rejuvenated. And you know, I left that conversation thinking like, you know, Amber, why can't you just chill, you know? And, and then I I got myself back to this point of, because champions don't just chill. Like if they're chilling, it's intentionally, they're very cognizant about how much, how much time am I going to spend in this space? What am I going, with whom am I going to be chilling? Right? Because some people help us recover while we chill. Other people drain us while we chill. And so again, this mindset marker of champions on recovery is intentionality. It's not just something that, Oh, look, five hours of my life just sort of disappeared. Right? No, rather it's, Hey, I'm going out to climb a mountain today and it might take five hours. It might take 10. It might take two. Um, but I'm intentionally doing this and understanding that it's part of me recovering and refueling and getting back to being at my best self. So that leads us then to mindset marker three. A lot of re- a lot of reasons why um, people can't relax or recover with intentionality is that they're afraid they're going to get behind the eight ball, right? Like, well, if I'm not training specifically my skill set, whether that's sport or business, etc., then I'm I'm not going to be as good, or somebody might beat me, right? Um, but the reality of it is champions have a trust in their foundation or their skill set, right? They trust their skills, their foundation of, of, um, talent or, or not really talent really, but their foundation that they've built in terms of their technical and tactical skill set that allows them to say, Hey, while I am recovering, right? I know that when I do come back to the actual technical or tactical training side of, of my craft, I'm going to be able to engage quickly. I'm going to be able to lock in and focus effectively and efficiently so that I can get back and, and, uh, continue to learn and continue to grow more effectively maybe than other people do. And what this does is this lowers our anxiety while we're trying to recover, right? Have you ever been like, I know I'm sick right now, right? And I know I need to just rest and let my body heal, but I can't because what if I, I get behind a worker? I'm not going to be able to do this. Or I'm not going to be able to do that. And so literally we're knocked out maybe in bed, but we're thinking about and stressing about all the work that we have to do. And so what champions know, trust is their foundational skill and ability. So if they say, Hey, I'm sick right now, I need to sleep and to rest and, and allow my body to come back that increases, right? Or it enhances their body's comeback ability. And so it lowers anxiety. It helps build that resilience and helps the body recover so that we can get back to what we need to get back to as quickly and effectively as possible. But a lot of people, while they're knocked out, right, or down for the count a little bit, 
um, for sort of forced recovery, that stress and anxiety actually raises your cortisol levels, which minimizes your body's ability to do what you need it to do, which is heal, right? So as champions go through some of maybe these forced recovery moments, they have a deep sense of trust in their ability to come back, to get back up to speed effectively, right? To get their cardiovascular level up if they're in the athletic side of it, um, to get their output up from a business standpoint or from a from an athletic standpoint. And so we just need to remind ourselves in these moments, listen, it's going to hurt me more to be stressed out while I'm in this recovery moment than truly just enjoying it and giving myself this bubble of healing space so that I can come back faster. You know, for example, um, I've had six leg surgeries, right? So I can't train the same ways I used to. And it's really interesting because as I've gone through the healing process, instead of sort of freaking out like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to be able to lose weight when I come back, or I'm not going to be able to get fit again. Instead, I've shifted my mindset to say, hey, listen, you know what? I've been training since I've been little. And what do we know about that from a biological standpoint? Well, when we start that sort of workout process younger, our bodies form uh, more muscle bundles in each or muscle fibers in each of our bundles, right? And they have a quicker comeback rate. So once we start using them again, they can fire faster and get back up to speed more efficiently. So instead of allowing myself to feel like, oh, I'm going to be way behind, I'm not going to be able to get back, I'm never going to be fit again, and stressing out through my healing process, rather, I let my body get back, recover, heal, knowing that, hey, when I get back to training, I'm going to be able to get back quicker because of that skill set that I have and, and that foundation that I've laid already. The final mindset marker of champions is they know where the quote have to end quote line is, right? So my advisor, Dr. Rick McGuire from the University of Missouri, and now a current trainer, our football trainer here, Rob Hunt. Um, Rob was telling me the other day that Coach McGuire used to tell to him, listen, we're, we're not to the have to line yet. You know, and early in the week, you know, Rob Rob was the trainer at Missouri for Dr. McGuire's track athletes, and so, you know, Rob said early in my career, I used to think, whoa, you know, it's Tuesday, I don't know if they're going to be back, and and Coach McGuire would always say, hey. We're not to the have to line yet. Let's not worry about it. Let them let them recover. Let them get this week under their belt. We'll see where we're at on Saturday come race day. And so Rob says that's really shifted his whole mindset on this recovery process, right? Is hey, where's the have to where, when do we have to make a decision? I think this is something that we need to critically understand as humans right in this world. And I talk a lot with my students about this in class as well. You know, I've got juniors and seniors because um, strategic HR management is a core class for the consulting major in Mendoza College of Business. And so they're at this stage where they're trying to figure out what am I going to do next, right? So they're in the interview process. They're they're in the you know the job fairs, the resumes, the you know trying to figure out that next stage. And a lot of them develop a lot of anxiety through that process. And so what I keep telling them is, listen, you're not to the point where you have to make a decision yet. You're at the point where you need to prepare for for the job fair. You need to prepare for your interview. You need to do company research so that you have a very clear understanding of what that organization is. Your goal right now and what you need to do is try to get some actual options, some legitimate options in front of you. And then when you have to make a decision, you'll be able to make an informed decision. But right now you're not to that point. And so what you're doing is losing a lot of energy and and creating a lot of stress by thinking, what what decision am I going to make? What decision am I going to make? Take a breath. You don't have to make a decision right now. 
You know, Dr. McGuire's track track athletes didn't have to be ready to go on Tuesday. You know, wait till you get to the point where you actually have to make a decision and you're going to do a lot of things for yourself. You're going to eliminate a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. You're going to allow yourself to really be intentional and engage in the process leading up to that point, which will facilitate either your physical readiness, your mental readiness, your option readiness, right? So in business, this is is an important component as well. When do we have to make the sale? When do we need to make that pitch? When do we when do we have to come back if we're sick, right? You know, I, I know that I've had a cold for the last three weeks, um, and there's been days where I don't feel great leading up to, let's say, go teach class. But listen, I don't have to feel great at 9 a.m. I have to pull it together at 11 a.m. and I have to keep it together until 12, 15 a.m. And so within those blocks of times, champions' mindsets are, hey, when I get to that half two point, I'm going to one, make a decision, and I'm going to two, get in the optimal zone, and I'm going to three, deliver whatever it is that I have in me today to deliver, right? If that's 80%, I'm getting all 80% out. But I'll tell you what, my kids aren't going to know it's only 80% that I'm teaching, right? Because I'm, I'm going to push to get more out of me because I've, I've trained myself to be able to do that and to deliver, even if we're not feeling great in that moment. And, and that's a champion's mindset, right? You, you might not feel great, but when it's time, you've got to be able to lock in. And so knowing where that have to line is, is a mindset marker in terms of that recovery period for, for champions, right? From the locker room to the boardroom to the home space. Um, you, you know, if, if you're struggling to get up in the morning, well, you don't have to really turn it on until the kids are ready to get up. Right. And so, you know, these are just challenges that life isn't easy. You know, it's not, I think that, you know, when we talk about being a champion, it, it, it isn't just this, everything's excellent. The world is wonderful. Um, I'm putting on this happy go lucky mentality for everybody. No, it's about being gritty. Okay. It's about delivering when it matters, when it's hard. And that's the reality of what we're talking about here. We're not talking about living in this fake fluffy world of, of, uh, you know, optimism, although I'm a big fan of optimism because it drives a lot of other elements in our lives, uh, from the psychological and neurological level. But at the same time, we, we got to figure out how to how to show up when it's hard, when when we're stressed, maybe, or when there's a lot going on, or when we don't necessarily feel well. And that's why it's important that we get a strong grasp on what it means to recover. That again, number one, that mindset marker that we view it as part of performance excellence, not an addendum or something extra that we do, but rather a part of that. And this looks different for each of us, right? So how you recover might look different than how I recover. Some people love meditation. If you're not engaged in meditation, I encourage you to check it out because it does do a lot for our physical, mental, emotional states, right? Yoga is a great recovery mechanism. Simply sitting at your desk and taking 10 minutes amid the stress and hectic craziness of a schedule to close your eyes and to breathe in through your nose, down into your belly, out through your mouth. 10 minutes of that. 10 minutes of that is a little energy boost that helps you recover, perhaps between meetings, um, but between engagements, between, you know, maybe if, if you're a coach, you've got you've got staff meetings and then you've got a 10 minute or 15 minute window before you head out to practice and you know you need to be at your best and be able to bring a lot of energy. Well, take five to seven minutes to sit at your desk, close your door, shut your phone off and breathe for just five minutes. You will be amazed at what that does. And that that's that second mindset marker, right? Of intentionality with your recovery. We can't just let, okay, okay. I work, 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 sleep. 
get up, go, 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 eat, go, 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 right? Like that, that's not allowing those moments to be intentional. While you're eating, eat, be present. Try not to be on your phone. Try not to be surfing the web. Like, like use that brief little window that you have to refuel mentally, emotionally, right? So that when you lock back in and engage in, in that the rest of your performance of the day, whatever that is for you, you're ready. You're, you're more fueled up and recovered to do so. And then three, right in those moments, when you take that break, instead of surfing the web or going through your emails and rifling all of those out while you eat your lunch, you know, you trust that, Hey, you know what? I'm really effective and efficient. And so I know that I'm going to take this 15 minutes to just breathe, eat my food, really taste my food, understand that this is, this nutrients is refueling me. So fun fact, 90% of all information that travels between the brain and the stomach actually goes from your stomach to your brain, which means that everything you eat has a direct impact on your cognitive functioning, which therefore affects your emotional functioning, um, your stress levels, your hormone levels, your communication ability, right? All of these things that we know is super important to performance excellence. So as you eat, understand that, Hey, this fuel, this food is fuel, right? I'm recovering right now. And I trust, right, that third mindset mark of trusting my skills. I trust that when I lock back in here, I'm going to get through these emails in the next 20 minutes and be ready for the next phase of my day. And then finally, because number four, that mindset marker, again, is know where the have to line is. You know that, okay, I don't have to be ready to go until one o'clock when that meeting starts. And so from 12 to 12.25, I'm going to engage in my lunch and be really present and refuel. And then from 12.25 to 12. 50. I'm going to do my final preps, make sure that I have everything in order for that meeting. And then I'm going to show up five minutes early and be ready to rumble. And then come one o'clock, that's my have to line. That's where I lock in, engage, deliver exactly what I need to and come out victorious. So as we think about these elements, right? Again, this championship mindset on recovery, your mindset training for this week is relatively simple. I right, simple, maybe not easy. I want you to be intentional in your recovery. Okay. This summer during summer workouts, um, when the guys we, I was out there with them during conditioning and those moments they're dying, they're doing, they're doing gassers, they're doing all this work. And between those sets, instead of just like flopping around, right. Or breathing and letting them let, hanging over. No, we talked about, Hey, be intentional in your recovery right now. Breathe, reset, center yourself. If you need to stretch, stretch intentionally, be strategic. Okay. You've got five seconds left. Make your way back to the line. Intentionality. What does that do right there? I mean, even in my voice, it got regimented, right? It got calm. It helped center. We come back, we come back to baseline and now we're ready to go again, right? It allows us to reset. It allows us to recalibrate, but only if we're intentional. If not, our bodies and our minds are going to go all over the place. They're going to, they're going to be easily distracted and easily overwhelmed by all of the, all of the hustle and bustle, right? Whether you're running gassers out on a field or whether you've got 13 meetings on your agenda with your phone ringing off the hook and emails popping up all over the place. You listen, that stuff is going to overwhelm you if you let it. Champions, don't. They find those moments, they find those windows, and they are intentional in the recovery period. That's your challenge for this week. That's your mindset training. Start building that into how you think, and you will for sure start to develop a championship mindset on recovery as part of your performance process.
Ladies and gentlemen, another awesome episode in the books. I just want to thank you so much for being with us today and really want to challenge you to get connected with us. You know, we have a, a lot of mediums out there that you can continue to, to get involved and get connected with us and, and our work. So the first is Twitter. You know, I'm, we're active on Twitter. So hit us up at, at Dr. Selking. We are for sure on Team Follow Back. So if you if you tweet at us, we'll, we'll tweet back or we'll retweet you. Um, but we'd really love to hear your thoughts on our podcast. And again, all of our podcasts are posted on our website at www.selkingperformance.com. And also there, you can see all of the other things that we're, that we're doing in terms of the services that we offer in, in terms of speaking and training and coaching and really just want to offer that to, for us to get engaged and get connected and hopefully be able to help your team and your organization continue to build this championship mindset. And again, we have a lot of ways that we can partner with you to help you, your team and your organization or in your individuals on your team develop that sort of mentality. So check us out on that website. Um, and really, um, there too, you can send, send me an email, send me an email directly at amber at selkingperformance.com because I'd love to talk about what this could look like. I'm very specialized in terms of when I come out to speak to an organization, we really tailor it to your team. I'm not coming to just deliver you sort of a stock, a stock presentation, although it's going to be, you know, our general scientific background that doesn't change, but how it gets integrated and, and presented to your organization is for sure going to be specialized. So shoot me an email so we can talk about what that would look like and collaborate on, on what a keynote might look like to your team or your organization, or perhaps even a half or full day training on winning at work. You know, what does that mean? And what does that look like for you despite the challenges that your organization might be facing? I'm more than happy to talk about that because again, our, our mission is to build championship mindsets and from the locker room to the boardroom, help understand the and leverage the power of mindset and leadership to drive a holistic performance excellence by looking at people, purpose, and processes and making sure those are all integrated. So again, however we can help you, we're we're here to do that. And we'd really love to partner with you on that project or, or speech or engagement or training session that we can do for you. I also released two eBooks that I would love for you to check out. They're on Amazon, super cheap, um, but they're they're picture books, really, and looking at sort of a, a sort of a fable look at this mindset on how do we make dreams come true. So it takes this little bee named Zip, and we follow her and help see how she comes to build the mindset that leads to her living into her dream. And then the second book is called Winner Circle, and again, it's the same little bee Zip, but now she's the coach, right? And she's out there training and teaching other individuals, other little animals, how to be their best, how to find their their strength, their core competency, develop that and make it to the winner circle. Because regardless of who you are, what your background is, where you come from, or you've got strengths, you have elements that we can leverage as a competitive advantage. And those books help you look at and, and give you a different framework for achieving your dreams, but also developing your core competencies into actual executed performance excellence. And so we want to help you do that. Take a look at those books and then um, reach out so that we can figure out how to partner together and, and coming to work with you. And and as always, you know, your, your rates and reviews of our podcast on iTunes are huge. They're great for helping us continue to bring you free content. Um, we're very grateful to our sponsor. It's a Brightview Medical that's bringing um, season two to you. So if you stay tuned, there's a brief overview of, of what they're doing in their organization. But again, thanks so much to that team. So thank you again for joining us on Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset. 
This episode of Building Championship Mindsets is brought to you by Brightview Medical. Brightview Medical has a unique approach to healthcare. Providing patient-centered, personalized care, they provide support from start to finish that makes you feel like family. With their timely and accurate lab results and image results, Brightview provides a peace of mind unlike any other. If you don't know what you're doing or you feel a little scared about the process, it's okay. Brightview provides a personalized care and support throughout the entire process. They've created this advantage by having an expansive in-house team of physicians, nurses, therapists, and technicians. Unlike a traditional insurance model, they start with a full body scan using this new GE Revolution CT scanner. And probably one of the best things about this entire process is it takes less than a total of nine minutes. Brightview Medical, better imaging, brighter diagnosis, brighter future.